Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi again, pals. You are... Back once again with the Genegade Master. Welcome back to No Straight Answers, the LGBT plus podcast where we matter to the community about all our issues. I'm Jen and I'm a cis queer woman. This podcast is recorded live over on twitch.tv slash master and the video versions are being uploaded to youtube.com slash Today we talk to Quoty, also known as Hattie, a wonderful Twitch streamer, illustrator, teacher. Uh, she's so knowledgeable and just a deeply compassionate human being. Um, it feels like a really important one today uh, as we touch on our experiences with narcissists. As a result, there is some talk about sexual assault. So if these topics are difficult for you, then the timestamps will be in the description. Really therapeutic one, though. Um, and I think it's something that will probably touch a lot of us in the community for various reasons. Uh, we also wonder whether being pansexual can make you look younger and the best way to vaccinate the homophobes. Quoty mentions the pan flag uh, quite early on. Uh, for that, she's referencing Eurovision 2021 faves Iceland, who flew the pan flag on an international stage, who, side note, I haven't stopped listening to their music ever since. Enjoy. Hey. Hello, hello. How are you? Oh my god, I can see my face. Can you see oh, your face? Can you see your own face? Look, and and some people face. don't notice, right? But you're on LGBTV. <laughs> so cute. The community came up with that. They're, they're very <laughs> clever. <laughs> I was saying, I can never come up with cool puns. No, I didn't come up with that one. That was very much them. <laughs> um, very clever. Very, very clever. So, oh do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, yeah. Hey, I'm Quoty or Hattie. Either is fine. Um, I am cis and queer and my pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, and I'm a teacher, streamer and illustrator. That's me. Oh, and I'm a Jew as well. That, that, <laughs> I guess. Do you want to start um, us off on gender versus biological sex? Oh, my gosh. I guess this was sparked by um, a conversation that I have with my students all the time. And actually ties in really nicely to what we were saying today, and um, we were messaging earlier today, um, about like uh, cishet people, especially children, not having like the first clue about anything um, in that sphere, really, unless they are part of the queer community. Mm. So like every time I've mentioned it, um, kind of in my own little LGBT bubble, um, thinking, oh, everybody knows about this. Everybody knows that biological sex yeah. and gender are not the same thing, mm -hmm. you know. Um, and then you get like, I pretty much like my colleagues as well. They're like, "Is it not?" And like the kids are like, "No." If you have this genitals, then you're this. And I'm like, "Wow, okay." Didn't didn't we didn't we decide as a as a whole planet that that was not the case? So do you mean the kids think like basically like the way that their cishet parents are thinking? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but also the adults that I guess they spend time around because like. Um, I guess outside of the queer bubble, um, a lot of people haven't got a clue because like a lot of the um, people that I, whose content I consume mm. are either queer or the allies. So a lot of their content kind of meets my expectations of, of those things. Yeah. So like, like the pan flag, right. Thing. 
all of the people whose content I consume are like, way the pan flag. But um, mm-hmm. this set people who are not inside that bubble had no idea what that was. So like, I've had this conversation more this week than I have had that conversation ever, <laughs> uh, which is really bizarre. But I think because a lot of the PSHE stuff we were covering this week was to do with gender and sexuality mm. um, to kind of clear that up. But it's a lot of those PowerPoints and those those little sessions are written by people who are not part of the LGBTQIA plus community. Oh, so wow. it's really kind of like this is what it is, mm. um, but with no like outside experience. Um, so, or like their own personal experience. And so it's a lot like, um, they put LGBT and not LGBTQIA+, which I guess some people, there's still a debate about whether it's, uh, whether one is more inclusive than the other or whatever, mm. or whether mm. one's fine and one isn't fine. Um, or whatever. I think inclusion in all its forms is great. <laughs> so I'm like, whatever. <laughs> like, why are we getting so pissy about semantics when, mm. like, you know, human rights is way much more um, exciting to me and important. Um, but they um, they just put that, but they don't do any, like, kind of background stuff about it. And they mm. don't talk about, like, they don't talk about queer history. They don't talk about um, the diff- – they definitely never clarify that that gender and sexuality are different yeah so um kids are often getting uh, confused and saying things like um being transgender is a sexuality right and things like and and things like that um and often you get a lot of jokes about like i identify as a tech helicopter which is just a horrible troll meme from the darkest places of the psycho internet it's it's basically Um, ricky gervais's whole career at this point Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, there's an amazing ContraPoints video about that, <gasps> about that? how, like, taking the mick out of minorities and um, disadvantaged people is not co- is not comedy. It's mm. just bigotry. Um, and oh, if you God, laugh at yeah. it, you're like, that's okay. Um, so, I, like, I will say, continue with, to laugh at it. With Gervais, what really, really got me is I, I watched the first series of Afterlife when it first came out. And I was like, oh, this is lovely. Mm. This is quite a nice thing. Second series was in, I think it is episode six, where they basically have a man who identifies as a young girl. And I watched mm-hmm. it and I went, right, well, I am never, ever watching anything you do ever again. Because it was like, for me, that is just a variant of your mm-hmm. attack helicopter joke. Fuck yeah. you. You're taking the piss out of trans people. I'm done. Yeah. Yeah. He just like, I've been boycotting him for a long time because yeah. I just think he's a horrible scuzz. I was separating so I was like, myself from him for a long time. And I like, mm-hmm. but because I liked the first series of Afterlife, I thought, right, I'll give this a shot mm-hmm. and see if he can restrain himself long enough to not make a trans joke. Turns out, no. It's like, <laughs> it's like um, hey, let's prop up this cis white man for his bigoted oh, jokes. Jesus. Like, let's make him loads of money, shall we? By like giggling in shock about how much of a bigot he is. Lol. Even though, why, why are we shocked? Why are yeah. we shocked about how much of a bigot he is? Like, he already is. Believe people that. when they tell you who they are. <laughs> yeah, like, and also, like, why does it matter? I literally had this conversation with one of my kids. This kid is 13, right? So in the nicest way possible, sorry, 13-year-olds, right? And you are valid human beings, <laughs> but you have, you literally have no life experience and you know absolutely nothing. <laughs> like, absolutely nothing, right? <laughs> and I, like, um, th- this kid was, like, adamant. You know, and I was like, so what does it take away? What, like, it's a good way to, to approach the conversation with the kid is what does it take away from you? Because obviously the reaction you're having is an angry one. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, what, why are you upset? What, what has been taken away from you by these people being allowed to have 
a taste of the same kinds of privilege that you do mm. and he couldn't answer the question but instead of like entering into a discourse with me about it he just got really angry and like threw a tantrum because we're not enabling oh, kids to have the language or like the maturity to tap into that kind of stuff and have those conversations we're just allowing them to have a strop and then adults get upset by the strop but they don't want to deal with it so they remove themselves from it mm. and they just punish which is so much easier and lazier to do I will say <laughs> they're not 13, but this does tie into the conversation mm. I had with my parents last weekend because it, it's affected me mm -hmm. for a full week, right? This is how much it got to me, where we had a conversation where it just spiralled into all sorts of shit. Like it was like mm -hmm. they didn't understand trans people. They didn't understand what cis meant. They were incredibly dismissive of they, them pronouns. Oh my um, god, I have that all the time. Oh my kids. god. And it was just, yeah, exactly with kids. They're children. Though, with kids. <laughs> not with sixty year olds. And but the thing is those kids grow up into adults and they stay the same because no one allows them mm. to become uh, better. We just we just keep them the same. Yeah, I, that's probably And we fair. disadvantage them by, by allowing that to happen. But I think the reason it really got to me is it was like they were saying all these things about essentially people really dear to me, insulting my friends when you say mm. this kind of shit. On top of that, I mean, I it gave me yet another reminder that they probably don't fully accept who I am as a person because yeah. they claim that it's fine and they just want me to be happy. But I mean, my mother in particular keeps saying the phrase, you're probably better off alone, love. I was like, what, forever? Oh, my God. So, so you, because you don't want to face up to me bringing home someone who might be trans or non-binary or a woman, it's better for me to be single and alone forever, is it? Is that your option? Oh, my God. It's wild, oh God. isn't it? It's, it's wild. That's really problematic. <laughs> <laughs> As tanks really go, it's quite the tank. Yeah, like... I am. I'm constantly made more and more aware of how privileged I was to grow up in the environment that I did. Mm. Although, oh my God, so traumatic! All the other crap that happened to me. But if we take it at face value, um, I was brought up around almost entirely queer people. Like, so it's not. You know, it was never something that was like not okay. Yeah. I mean, like my my sister's trans, and when she when she started her transition, I think like it was obviously difficult in terms of like semantics mm -hmm. because you keep saying like the the dead pronouns and then you're like crap crap <laughs> I said the wrong pronoun okay yeah and then my sister would just be like oh no it's chill like just you know yeah like apologize and then say the right one yeah and then we then then that's just it and like um and my mum's great in terms of like she's quite old-fashioned right I mean old-fashioned is a, is a nice way of putting it right but like <laughs> um she doesn't mean any harm she's just a kid she just doesn't know but because yes. we allowed her to have conversations with us about it where she's like okay so is this is this okay or like is this the right way to say the thing or mm. uh, what does this word mean and never in a hateful way and she would never dismiss like us giving her the answer she'd just be like oh okay yeah and then that was it which is so it can't when you say things when you've told me this story i'm like well that's shit you know, because I'd never expect that from people. I always expect it to be a discourse mm. because my family are very much like queer I, and I in discussion. Like if they'd taken it the way that your mum took it, which was, I don't understand this thing. Please tell me about the thing. Like, and educate it, me. And it's like, okay, fine. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, or I've made a mistake yeah. or whatever and I want to move on. The joke stuff's particularly cutting, so I can't yeah. imagine how shit that yeah. was for you. But it was, it's more the fact that every conversation we had, it was like, I'm asking a question 
right? Explain to me what a cis person is. Yeah, explain what a cis person is. And then mm. it's like, oh, but I don't understand it. Oh, why? Why this? Why that? And it's like, well, does it matter? Because, I mean, it, they even went into, right? This is slightly aside from it. They went into, like, words you can't say that are racist anymore. And they were like, well, mm. I can't say this word and said the word. And it was like, you Fantastic. don't need to tell me that word to make your point. And what my whole argument was, like, if people in that community regardless of what community it is, if they mm. have told you that that is the word they do not like and this is the word they would like to use, Just don't say for it. me, that's enough. That's all yeah. I need to hear. You've told me that's your preferred word. Fine. Why would you, why would you actively want to hurt people's feelings? I don't understand that. I honestly don't. It, mate, it it's was not exhausting. Logical. <laughs> it was so tiring. <laughs> yeah, I am... Um... I do get told quite a bit that I'm quite calm, but assertive. Mm. So in those situations, you see the more assertive side. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I just, in, to be honest, in in um, in most of these conversations that I end up having, if they cannot come over to the side of don't be a hateful shitbag, mm. um, then I just say, well, it's illegal. So if you keep doing it, you're going to get arrested. <laughs> Don't like it's a protected characteristic. Yeah, it's a protected <laughs> characteristic, and if you keep doing that, I'm going to report you to the police. Okay, thank you very much. Like that might work. I know that. Yeah, I know that the. Um, yeah, like if if you know, it's why people don't commit murders, even though they're like horrible, horrible murderous people, because like it's a crime, and they might go to prison. <laughs> It's only the people that are most committed to their murderous urges that go to prison. Yeah, you've you know really got to want to do a murder. You've really, really got to want to be like a proper racist homophobe to yeah. like desperately want to go to prison for it, you know. So like if they want that, you know, by all means go to prison. As long as you don't murder any lovely queer people on the way, that'd yeah, be great. Yeah, they, they could do. Um, yeah. I want to pick up on something you said earlier about um, people trying to do educating or getting involved in kind of stuff when they're not mm -hmm. actually like up on it enough. Yeah. So there was a situation where they were mm -hmm. giving a diversity talk. They were coming across terms and trying to go, oh, well, I didn't know anything about this. And I learned about this, that and the other. They were taught by Stonewall, mm -hmm. right? If anyone's yeah. going to teach you the good shit, it's going to be Stonewall. Yeah. <clears throat> and they sort of came out and they were going, oh, well, there's this word here. This is um, asexual, I think. Is that an asexual? And it was like, mm -hmm. I could have given you this without any research. <laughs> and I could have explained yeah, like to you what all these terms were. <laughs> Spend like a minute on like Instagram for fuck's sake. It's they like... went to a Stonewall <laughs> education training. What more do oh, you need? <laughs> yeah, but it's because when you caught when you corporatize things, right? Mm. They kind of outsource it mm. and they kind of phone it in. <laughs> and it's it's great when they do get because I have a few friends who work for Stonewall, right? Like actually at the offices rather than like in school yeah. Stonewall stuff or in workplaces. And like they're all queer. Mm. They're all the best kinds of queer too. Like, it's quite a diverse mix of peeps. Um, but a lot of the time, they're not involved in content necessarily. They're more in terms of, like, logistics. Yeah. Whereas all the people who are doing the content, for the most oh, part, no. are, like, not quit. <laughs> <laughs> so you look at stuff and you're like, what is this, like, afternoon, late afternoon session that we're having here where it's, like, just really awful stuff that I could, I could Google it and mm. I'd get a better answer from, like, an unchecked website. I'd get a better answer. Then this stuff that's supposed to come from a thing, an organization that's literally named after one of the most yeah. well-known, like, <laughs> queer activism riots ever. 
My absolute like, favourite slide on it, right, was they had a list of like 14 um, subcategories. So it was, the, it was things like asexual, cisgender, what yeah, have you. Yeah. And it was like, oh, how many can you name? And I was like, 14. And they were like, oh, well, I think I could do two or three, blah, blah. I was like, no, like, well, you're a bad person then, damn it. You're like, bear <laughs> in mind, they were giving the presentation and they were like, oh, you know, I didn't hear it. I didn't know of any of these. And for God's sake, like, read a book. <laughs> it's been like this for a long time. It's not like it's like, wow, 2021 really brought out all these new types of gay. Like, it, it, like, it's been that way for a really, really long time. That's the bit that blows like, my mind because it's, it's the conversation I have with my parents where I was like, look, it's not like trans people are new. It's just we have a different term for it. And it was like, yeah. I said, there are trans people in their 60s and 70s that have mm. always been trans. And my mother was yeah. like, oh, yes, but they've only just come out. And I was like, no, no, that's not what no, happens at it. all. <laughs> they've been trans their entire life. Oh it's just God. they maybe didn't have that word before. It's honestly like um, I have... Um, We've done loads of stuff in my in my synagogue because I'm um, a liberal progressive Jew, right? So we're all up on the LGBT. <laughs> like we even have like um, we even have like a subsection of of my Jewish community called Twilight People, and it's all LGBT <gasps> stuff, right? So they're all Jews that campaign and um, and discuss and stuff. It's all run by queer people. Like there's I don't think there's any straight people in there, which is which is great. Wow. Um, sorry, straight people. It's not an attack on you, right? Like. <laughs> It's just, it's just like, know your field, yeah? Know your field. I say this all the time about this and, podcast, right? It's no offence yeah. to the cishets. You're all fine. It's just, I want to discuss these things with people who and are actually it's all in about, it and Well, and also, it. yeah, you can only talk about, like, I couldn't talk at length about what it is like to be trans because I have no agency no. because I'm not trans. Like, but I, have, I totally have agency talking about being a pansexual Jewish female. Mm -hmm. Like, I absolutely have all the agency to talk about those things, but not about anything else. Um, well, maybe some other things. I, I am quite diverse in that in that aspect. Um, but that that um, in that community, there's like, um, and in mine specifically, in my synagogue, there's um, a lady who's transitioned in the '80s, and she was telling me about oh. it, like how horrific it was, and like, and how much more access there is to services now, and like, actually, how much better those services are run than they were in the '80s and stuff. Mm. Like, just the surgery alone, for instance, if you are that kind of um, person who is is interested in actually going along the surgical route because a lot of people don't yeah um but if you're the kind of person that was into that like um and that was something you wanted to do um in the 80s it was like shocking but now it's like a little bit more sort of actually proper you know mm. look to you know, actually look after you and don't completely destroy you for the rest of your life <laughs> um but like uh, you know has been trans since the 80s mm -hmm. so what's that 40 years yeah. you know um so i'm like it's not like it's a new thing also, it's you know we've been writing stuff down as a as a, a human race for a really 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 long time, mm -hmm. and there's lots of records of all these kinds of queerdom. Um, <laughs> you just decided you didn't want to They're know. They're just pals, though, Hat. They're just pals. Oh my god! Like the um, Gal like pals. the female husband, like the female husband thing um, <laughs> in like the thirties, where it's like, oh, you're a you're a you're a uh, what's the word? Yeah. You're an old maid, so you just hang out with your friend. And I'm like, they're married, yeah. dude. Yeah. They're married. They've, like, they've just they've lived together just to save money and it's more oh, economical. No, no, no. They are sleeping together. I'm sorry to break it to you. Do you exactly. Do you not find like at that point that it's not that cis people are blissfully aware. It's just that they definitely <laughs> just don't want to know. 
they are literally putting in the efforts to not believe it like at that point. actually putting in yeah, i'm like just take all the effort that you're putting in to try and avoid validating me as a human being and just like accept that it's a new thing that you've learned oh so like it's a new thing and it exists and like who cares yeah. not taking anything away from you it's just bringing people up to the same level as what you mm -hmm. have so like, much that try being a, well i suppose we all are try being a queer person telling somebody that because this is an attack on you. We're not going to round you all up. You know, you're like, still, there's still more of you than there are of us. Don't worry, but it's fine. Yeah. Like the, the percentages are still there, man. Yeah. You still win on numbers. <laughs> yeah. Like if this was, if this was the cis gay Olympics, you'd still win. <laughs> we'd lose our numbers. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's like you have to sometimes you have to make a little bit of a joke about it though, right? Mm, of course you do. Because it is such a dark space to get into. And can I mean, honestly, be. I've had a fucking hellish week just solely yeah. based on that conversation. And it and it comes back to the fact that it is this deliberate not wanting to learn shit because this isn't the yeah, first conversation is. I've had with them. And it's not the first conversation I've had about they them pronouns with them because they've asked before. And I've always mm -hmm. gone down the route of going, look, if someone lost their phone in a pub. And you'd, you'd hand it into the barman and you'd go, oh, this person appears to have lost their phone. And you would think yep. nothing about it because you don't know what that gender that person is. So you would immediately go to a singular day. Um, mm -hmm. But it's like we've had this conversation so many times before. And the fact that they were so like head butty about it. I was like, oh, you're just not listening. You're genuinely not paying attention to anything mm -hmm. I ever tell you. You keep asking me questions and they're not like keeping hold of any of that information. And it was heartbreaking. Well it is literally like as an academic right there there is like traditionally and like way 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 back when english was created as a language there is a singular they mm. for that specific purpose like so um it's it's just like an active effort to be shit at grammar <laughs> like it's just it just it's just more it doesn't it, it more speaks of like just um not a good grasp on the english language than like um or just adding like your adding like your sort of internalized bigotry stuff on top of mm. on top of your inability to like know the fucking language that you speak like it is just it is just <laughs> it's just fa a fact that you can use the singular they yeah. so applying that to somebody who who doesn't have a pronoun uh, a gender pronoun in the she or the he area like it makes perfect sense because it already exists so we're just like reusing something that already exists yeah. So for somebody to say, well, we've never used that before, I'm like, well, then use dumb as fuck because <laughs> it's literally part, it's literally part of the language that you speak. Right. No offense to your parents, right? Because they're your parents and you love them. Right. But like, it just makes me like uh, confused. It, bo it yeah. bogs my brain out. I'm it like, but confused. it's literally a part of the language you already speak. Yeah. So like, I'm asking you to, it's not like, I mean, for goodness sake, try. Um, try pe people like that with the um, MX. The, oh, I know. The mix, we um, haven't gone anywhere near that, mate. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That's, they can't cope no, with they, and that's already in their lexicon. Yeah, and also like um, all the other sort of like queer identifiers as well that people like to use, mm -hmm. um, because some people like other ones as well, don't they? Of yeah. which they've all gone out of my head because that's what happens when uh, Zisa, I have something. I think is one of them in there. That's the one. Mm. Yeah, and like Zim and stuff. Yeah. Um, which is fine, um, 
like if you tell me that's your pronouns I'm just going to use them yes. I mean I barely refer to people I'm talking to in the he him she exactly. her exactly. they them context anyway you need it occasionally I find does yeah, it like maybe once a week maybe yeah normally like, I need your name or say you yeah yeah I, to be honest I use they for pretty much everybody yeah anyway that's the other thing if I'm not sure of what somebody's pronoun is I default to they and like, yeah, if, just, you, if you just, called me they, I wouldn't be offended. Do you know what I mean? It's like people act yeah. like it's this big issue. I'm she, her, but if you want to call me they, go, go ahead. That is an active, that's a choice. That, oh my God, I literally, this, this ties into teaching so well, right? Because like <laughs> one, a behavior management technique. So when you have come up against a bigot, it's best to treat them like a, like a child and use <laughs> child, child behavior management techniques, right? Because okay. they really diffuse like any situation. Hang on, because I'm a taking notes. Mind is a I'm taking mind, notes. Right? Let's go. So... A key to child behavior management is um, to um, take away um, the it's someone else's fault thing and make it the child's fault for the choice of the bad behavior, right? Because a lot of the time a child will give you an option of, well, someone else was doing it or I was being distracted by somebody else Mm -hmm. because they feel um, threatened by the punishment that is impending for their decision and they regret the decision, but they don't know how to identify regret. Because mm-hmm. they haven't got the prefrontal cortex, right? So they don't, they haven't got that part of their brain yet. So they don't understand the regret feeling, like the shame regret feeling. Mm. Um, so you have to get them to recognize that it's a choice and that it is hard to stop choosing that because yeah. it's really easy to misbehave. It's so easy, mm. especially if you really enjoy your friend's company and you want to chat to them. But a teacher is standing in front of you telling you what you need to do for the lesson and you're talking when mm-hmm. you're not supposed to be. Um, but you still have to be like, that's a choice. Like being a bigot is a choice, right? <laughs> because we're not born hateful. Mm-hmm. Like if anything, we're born loving because the only way you survive as a species is to make everybody not attack you. Yeah. And one of the best ways to make other animals not attack you is to submit or run away. Mm-hmm. So being aggressive is not like in that way is not a natural behavior. Yeah. Not really. So it is a choice to hate somebody for who they are. Mm-hmm. Like you actually have to learn that and practice it, yeah. you know, to get better at being a horrible person. And it takes time and it takes like reinforcement and stuff. So I try and use like behavior management techniques on bigots. It's really <laughs> funny when they're older than me as well. It makes me laugh. <laughs> makes me laugh. Um, it works. something that Teddy said that I think is worth picking up on. It's where... so weird, by the way, because my sister's called Teddy. Oh. Everyone's like, Teddy, and I was like, where is she? <laughs> oh, bless her. That's, this is another Teddy, but I'm... I'm yeah, I think it was the Teddy that was in the lovely. chat, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, but Teddy said, I think a part of it is you being their daughter. They've been the one to teach you for so long. Flipping the dynamic is hard. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's and I, I think there's probably a huge link in with that because, I mean, they still think I'm like 12, man. I'm 38. They always will. <laughs> yep. Jesus, you look great for 30. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh my God. You are like, because I'm, t- I'm 29, right? Yeah. And we look the same age, dude. <laughs> I know, right? I literally do oh my nothing. Christ. Dude, what are we going to look like when we're in our 40s and 50s, man? We're going to look incredible. In like seconds. Oh my God. But that's the joy we're of being look- ca- like pan, I would say. Good. yes maybe that is the blessing that's the pan. secret if you're pan you're just like relaxed and cool <laughs> guys you have look now i'm just saying this is why you all must be pan just give it a try you don't know give it, it a might cheeky be try <laughs> it might just take like a couple of wrinkles off just a few yeah like if you give it a try for like a weekend maybe we'll use like two 
You could do it your whole life. Mm. Elastic skin forever until you die. Yeah, for sure. True. That's how my hair grew this long. That's <gasps> how I grew my hair out. It's pan, it's pan all over, baby. <laughs> <laughs> my God, here we are, like, talking about people spreading misinformation. <laughs> I'm just saying, if if you are, let's look. It's like Snake says, mm. Pan has got this can unlock the secrets of eternal youth. It's true. It's a fountain of youth. It's a fountain of fun, fun youth. For fun legal youth reasons, youth. I should probably qualify. That's probably not true. But there's been no we research. We are absolutely on it, lying to you. So we don't know. There's been no research deliberately onto mm. that. So it could be mm -hmm. true. Oh my god! Don't you get the flat earthers involved? <laughs> They'll be like, well, there's been no research on it being flat. <laughs> so no, it must no. be flat. There's fucking photos, though, isn't, isn't there? I mean, Jesus, we have 24 satellites in circular <laughs> orbit. Like, they're not going like... Also, we, we live in three um, dimensions. Like, yeah. proven three dimensions. Like, nothing exists in two dimensions. <laughs> That's why your cup is round. Yeah. I love, I love that of... we've diverged onto flat earthers. That's, that's a whole other problem. Oh, they're all in the same. I clump all of those people into the same bucket. Like, mm -hmm. hateful idiots. They're okay. all in the same bucket. Is it because it's like... this idea that they just don't listen to people who are just going, here is, I'm going to nicely explain something to you. And then it's just like, it's no, like... you're wrong. Yeah, it's just, it's just people that haven't been correctly socialised. Mm. Like, they're just not willing to listen to anybody ever. And so, like, they, they're like, well, the anti-vaxxers, I, I would say they're all in the sort of same category. And I kind of feel bad for them in a way because mm. that's just, we society, as society, we have let those people down. Okay. I'm not saying we should give them, like, a pity party and give them a cake and stuff because, I mean, for Christ's sake, they, they don't deserve that. They can't anyway. They're not vaccinated. No, God, no, they can't. They have to all stay indoors. <laughs> stay indoors. <laughs> lock them in the house. Um, lock them all in one big house, just all together yeah. so we know where they're at. There we at. go. If they're all ill, they're all ill. It's fine. Oh God! Um, but yeah, <laughs> can't do that. <laughs> it's taking away someone's liberty, even if they are a nut job. Um, but like, I think we have it. It's exactly where all the homophobia stuff comes from, right? It's it's just um, an inability to access information, right? And like, mm. I feel like it's a disservice that we've done them as like, I guess if we're speaking just specifically like Britain, right? It's I think we've done them a disservice by not educating them correctly. And yeah. not giving them enough time to be educated and trying to speed it through and focusing way too much on on content over like clarity. So like people who are already disadvantaged and don't come from backgrounds where education is key or like where understanding and, and compassion are, are things that they have time for. Because if you've got two parents working full time, mm. do they have time to spend a lot of time talking about compassion in that way with their children? Yeah, probably not. So they get to school and then they get a teacher screaming at them because they're being homophobic and they're like well all people that are gay are super aggressive and then it starts to embed because they can't understand mm. and then they grow up without anybody you can't educate it's hard to educate the older you get because once you're set once you're set it's really hard to peel that away from your identity so when you attack somebody's yeah. ideas of bigotry you're attacking them mm -hmm. as a person which is not true no because i wouldn't say somebody who doesn't like gay people because they're gay i wouldn't say as a person they are homophobic. Mm. I'd say what they what they think is homophobic. Yeah. You, you can't you can't look at someone and be like that is a homophobe because they come in all sorts of shapes and sizes. And mm. um, so it is all about like um, getting them young, you know, like getting making sure that like education can support them, but like not just in teaching, you know, yeah. like as a society, make time for that stuff. 
and then you know then the, the good stuff will follow. Do you think that the UK is becoming a little bit more hateful in some ways? Mm, I think we've stayed the same. I think that um, we have like these lovely pockets of like positivity that come through because of events, mm. um, but then they, see, they then they sort of taper off because they can't be maintained because they're quite like people like kapow, don't they? Yeah. So they're like like wow. But I am an optimist, and I do feel like because we have the internet now, I say now, it's been around for like 30 years now. Um, <laughs> this wild new thing called the internet. This, this wild new thing. Um, but, like, I do think there's a lot more discourse, like, openly, mm. you know? Like, um, after, our com- after our quick conversation about the Eurovision entry um, and the pan flag, um, actually, when I was looking, I had a little look, and the article that I was looking at was in the Metro, right? Okay. And, like, the Metro is, like, you know, just like an average paper, mm-hmm. right? And But they were talking about it. And then they okay. had, like, comments from, from them about it. And it was like, oh, okay, this is good. Mm. This is good. This is people actually seeing it. And I think, you know, like, we've still got a ways to go. Yeah. But I think it's going in the right direction because being queer is a protected characteristic now, legally. Mm. Right? So, it like, we're obviously going in the right direction. I just think that... Um, we still need to pay attention to those pockets of hate that are in yeah. certain areas in the UK. It's interesting sure. that you mentioned the Iceland thing because it was like you raised a really good point with me before this where you said, did they mention that it was the pan flag? And I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm not sure if they did. So I went back and checked this morning. I couldn't <laughs> find any instance of that anybody like, because obviously we've only got Graham Norton's side, so maybe some of the other countries <laughs> did. But like, yeah. I couldn't find any instance of him going oh it's the pan flag which you would assume he would know but maybe he doesn't mm. um and it was just i found it really really fascinating because at the time i was sat in my house with my friend and we were watching it all happen and the second that mm. happened i went to it, i just nudged like, him and went oh my god i went like i said is that the, is yeah. that the pan flag have they got the it was, i was beside myself and we were just like <laughs> cheering i was like the best thing that happened all evening because mm-hmm. it felt like such a huge global stage for someone to bring yeah, a pansexual flag and just be like yeah bring it on <laughs> you're like yes have that have that all over the backdrop and just it was pa- also pan colors are fire we already loved you even if you didn't win people were gonna see that happen i mean the cir- the circular like keyboards aside which was just incredible. Oh I, re- I watched that video because I was like, I'm going to watch it because like I've seen it every, I mean, it's everywhere. Right. <laughs> and you were talking to me about it and I was like, I don't have a TV. I literally watch Twitch and YouTube and then I just read a bunch. Oh, same. So like, I don't watch live TV. Mm. And so like, I was like, actually, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to watch that. I'm going to watch that because it, it's, it seems like important. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I love it. I love it so much. But yeah, like, I think that's what happens when you're in like a really supportive, like queer bubble. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. like uh, because you kind of you get this kind of feedback of like um you can say lgbtqia plus and they know what you're talking about you don't need to explain what the uh, the ia plus is yes because those people already know that because they're part of the community mm-hmm. like because they're allies or they are actually within that within that but then you know if you just hold up that flag especially in the eurovision song contest right there are a lot of flags mm-hmm. that like you know uh, brits won't have a clue what that is They'll yeah. just be like, oh, what country is that? Oh, okay, the things come up. So they might have just thought that it was some weird Icelandic flag. <laughs> it's Iceland's flag is the pan flag. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Even though one of them was wearing the Icelandic yeah. flag as well. They like had the, the Iceland right. flag as but, well. 
Yeah, but like they might have thought that it was like, oh, their town's flag or something. Maybe they you think know, it's so like we, you know, like Wales has got its own flag that's separate to England. Yeah, Maybe yeah, they just thought exactly. it's like, oh, it's a subsection of Iceland, and that's their exactly. flag. Exactly. <laughs> so like, so like, I think actually, like a bit of clarity, like a lot of a lot of the um, stuff that we use as resources in school, and I'm I'm tempted. I do a lot of work in school anyway, like um, outside of my usual job. But I was tempted to um, get more involved in the Stonewall stuff. Because they keep using the like non-inclusive LGBT flag mm. without the um, trans um, yeah, and the, the, the progress BLM one. stuff. Mm. Um, and I was like, did you know about that? And the guy was like, no. What, what flag? And I was like, you know, the one with the triangle, mate. Why aren't you using the one with the triangle? You're just using the, the normal one that you always use. And he's like, no. What triangle? And then I showed him. He's like, oh, I'll use that on them now. But I think it's like, <laughs> unless you specifically are like, this flag is this then I don't think it's going to, mm. um, oh, like, I mean, I, I live in a very small, like, you know, uh, friendship group. I go at work in a really tiny area in Somerset. So like, I cannot speak for the entirety of the UK, but like, there are a lot of people. Somerset, though. <laughs> yeah, Somerset though. Oh my God. I grew up there. Good Lord. Um, <laughs> it's, it's crazy queer though. Like there's, there's, really? huge, like, there's um, yeah, there's always like a really strong queer element in like, um places in somerset um and we sort of like um all the kids always spot me because i'm quite i i scream it from the rooftops about me being pansexual mm. i'm like i'm pansexual and they're like but you're married to a man and i'm like yeah because i'm monogamous i can't just marry oh free people can i god <laughs> so like um i don't stop being queer just because i've married mm-hmm. a person <laughs> um but they take that actually when I say that stuff, and so okay. the queer kids are always like, "Hey, miss, this is my flag." The kids always show me their flag. Aww. It's the easy way. They're like, "Look," and I'm like, "Is that the bi flag?" I'm really crap with colours. I can never remember which one. That's the bi flag, right? And they're like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," and I'm like, "Okay, cool, sick." <laughs> um, and trying to encourage them to ask questions and stuff like that because I think a lot of them will just like not mm. get it and then just leave it at that. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Um, but yeah, I think maybe. Um, it just is the areas that I'm in, maybe. I guess maybe people who are, like, in London and stuff, maybe they have a bit more exposure to it. Yeah. I, f- I feel like that thing you say about being pan and being married is really important because, I mean, I know certainly mm-hmm. I go through pockets of not feeling gay enough for stuff. Oh, um, oh my God, yeah. Why do you think I dress like this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I know. When I first came out, I was a fucking nightmare. I was like, right, have I got yeah. enough plaid? I need, I've yeah. got enough Converse. I'm okay on the Converse front. I need to buy, I bought some Birkenstocks. Yeah. Cause you yeah. just, you gotta be absolutely sure that you can just go, yeah. you know, get the old rainbow watch strap. It's, yeah. it's important absolutely. to tag it just so people know. Absolutely. But it's like, it's exactly that. When you get married, if you get married into a seemingly cishet marriage, mm-hmm. there are so many assumptions that just made. It's like, oh, well, you're not gay anymore, are you? It's like, well, no, you're still I'm like, pansexual. yes, I signed. I signed a certificate to convert myself to to um, heterosexual. <laughs> I promise um, so to now, abandon the gay lifestyle. <laughs> yes, I will never again engage in any kind of gayness. Yeah, I will never um, fancy another woman. I will never fancy yeah, exactly. another non-binary person. That's it. Yeah, it's I'm just done. like, oh no, yeah, exactly. And uh, it's a, it's really interesting. But uh, there was um, an amazing. I can't remember who tweeted it. It was probably Plops or somebody. I think it's Plops. Um, about um talking about uh. Hey, I'm a bisexual person and I got married. Um, like, I'm still bisexual. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and I, um, the kids, like, if you talk to them about that sort of stuff, it's like, it's who you're attracted to. But obviously, yeah. because you're monogamous, like, you, you aren't going to be in a, multiple relationships at the same time. And mm-hmm. also in the UK, you still cannot marry more than one person, yeah. which is super infuriating because people are like, well, that's just against the Bible. And I'm like, well, <laughs> honey, that, that, okay. <laughs> I believe polycottons are against the Bible, aren't they? Oh, God. Yes, absolutely. They are mixed fibers. Mm-hmm. It's why really, um, really um, Orthodox Jews only wear cotton. Yeah. Or wool. Yeah. Because um, you can't wear mixed. So you, none of that. Yeah. No poly cotton. No. 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 Acrylic viscose. No. <laughs> it's illegal. Mm-mm. No, it is literally illegal and God will smite you down. Mm. Don't you wear it. Um, I- but it completely, like, it, it completely baffles me as somebody who has lots of polyamorous friends who would like to marry multiples of their partners and they cannot do that. Mm. So it feels like they have to pick their favorite one Ooh. if they are somebody who's into marriage. And I think that's heartbreaking. That feels like a hard conversation. Yeah. Can you imagine? And what if it's a poly relationship where actually all of the people are involved in it as a, as a unit mm. rather than it's one person with one partner who also has their own partners or um, like, yeah, that, like that kind of thing. Cause there's mm. multiple ways that you, it can go. Right. Yeah. Depending on, on how people are feeling and whatnot. Um, but it's, it, I can imagine that's really sucky. If you're the kind of person that's into marriage, yeah, that you have to pick, like, isn't that really inhumane, <laughs> in a way? It's kind of harsh. If you really want to get yeah. married, I guess. But then, yeah, but what's going to happen, Quoty? We're going to all marry the dogs, apparently. That's, that's... Yes, and cars. Are I've we heard the marry cars, cars one. <laughs> are people dumb? I think they must be. Like, <laughs> when you're like, why are you talking about something else? Like, weren't we just talking about? literally people marrying people right man, that's all we're talking about it's why fine. yeah it's always like hey look at this other thing look at this horrible other thing i'm like yeah but that has no comparison i'm really confused as to why you brought that into the conversation i mean i hear you about gay people getting married but if we allow that mm. then what if people marry dogs right well dogs can't and that consent is what... for a start would be my yeah, argument and, as, yeah, <laughs> and also it's like and it's like um as a uh, as a as a long standing you know campaigner against the dog marrying that's going on and that's rife in the UK, <laughs> I am offended everywhere. by you. So it's in all yeah. the papers. <laughs> How does it? Comp- oh, honestly, I don't know whether. But again, if if you're if you're a bit stupid, God bless you. If you're a bit stupid, right? That obviously logically connects. Mm. You know, like as if it's going to be anarchy if two people want to like enter into a legal contract that also has some religious connotations. Like obviously everything's going to go to pot. Mm-hmm. Like if those people, you know, love each other and want to have a committed relationship, everything's going to go to hell. Yeah. Like as if it's somehow like, well, in their eyes, I guess Satanism. But, you know, I'm, I'm down with Satanism. People can do what they like as long as it's not taking away other people's <laughs> liberty or freedoms, right? Well, I they got married to a man and he turned out to be a raging narcissist. So, you know. Yeah, like, you know, it's true. Like, <laughs> I know loads of people who've been in, like, you know, cis-hurt relationships and it's ended up shite. Yeah. So, you know, what? that's not a great advert for cis-hurt relationships for me. No. <laughs> I'm like, I'll just stay on the safe side, the queer side. It's great. Do you want to touch I mean, on the narcissism stuff? Oh, my God. I don't mind. Okay. Like I said, it's not um, it's not something that is at all triggering in any way unless okay. the um unless actually i was triggered by that thing okay. remember when i had that week off yeah um but that's because somebody was exhibiting the same behaviors right towards me so mm-hmm. that's the only time i get triggered whereas um 
exceptionally uh, well managed in my in my bonkersness. You recognised so, it then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's super easy to recognise. I mm. mean, I've been like, I was traumatised at young age, so like, I've had a long time to mm. um, like work on it. Um, but I just mean like, I usually have boundaries for talking about it with other people because I realised actually I might not be helping them if I'm having that conversation with them because I'm okay. not, I'm not like trained. Mm. So yeah. I turn it to advice, yeah. but I'm happy to discuss for sure and mm. like um, theorize about things. Um, but I'm not like a trained counseling practitioner. No. So for all I know, I could be totally doing someone irreparable harm by talking to them about it, you know? I think you might but be worrying to. too much about that aspect of it. Oh, it's, oh my God. It's because my stepmom is a counselor. So she's <laughs> always like, I can't talk to you about this because like this, that, and the other because yeah. you're a family member and blah, blah. Very intense about it because very much something I thought was really amazing this week is somebody checked in on me because of the member of the sort of Twitch community turned out to be another narcissist. Somebody checked in on me to make sure I was okay because they realized there may be some other shit tied up in that. And I was like, Oh, do you know what? It's really nice that you've thought to Mm -hmm. bring that up, but I'm fine with it. That's wholesome as hell, man. It's wholesome. Look, get yourself some queer friends, is what I'm saying, because they all give a shit. Oh my god. Well, they have to, mate, because nobody else is going to mm. give a shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they care. But yeah, I'm absolutely happy to talk about okay. it, if you want. Okay. If you want. Go for it. Um, do you want me to talk about yeah. my stuff? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, well, so um, my, I have some, some trauma, but the person involved is, is I don't want to talk about that stuff. But mm. I do want to talk about, um, I had a partner for a few years um, and just was, a very messed up person themselves but you don't notice that as somebody who's on uh, some people don't notice it as someone at that time who was on their own kind of mental health journey and not 100% right mm. at the time so I was definitely more fragile definitely more vulnerable um and definitely more self-conscious so someone paying attention to me was like wow yeah. my god they fancy me this is great oh, like god. I must not be a horrible ugly piece of shit this is great um and then just turned out to be like a raging psycho gaslighting narcissist. Um, so like he mentally, mentally and physically abused me for a few years mm. and then had the audacity to break up with me. Because <sighs> I was obviously, like I say obviously, but I was way too vulnerable and way too weak to recognize that yep. this was a bad thing mm-hmm. and remove myself from that situation. Which is why I always get really angry when people are like, just leave them. And I'm like, yeah. yes, because of course it's that easy. It's so easy when you are being emotionally manipulated yeah. to be able to see it with clarity from the outside. Yes, thank you. I didn't think of that mm. at the time. Um, I try not to get too angry about it, though, because they don't know. They haven't been through that. And I'm glad they haven't no. been through that. No. Um, but then I kind of it took me like a year or so of like, you know, counseling and, and therapies and things like that. And then actually having a good one-to-one conversation with him about it and he was like I literally had no idea that that's what I was doing I was like well I call bullshit but like this is what you did this is how it's met me messed me up and I need you to accept and live with that for the rest of your life because you have done this to me and I mean it literally caused me to have an eating disorder so like I used to be lovely and plump Mm. oh I used to be big and plump and gorgeous (laughs) Um, like at my biggest, I think I might've been a size 20, although like that whole time is kind of blurred with all of the Mm. traumatic brain fuzz that you get. I don't Mm. know if you get that, Mm. like where you miss pockets of time because your brain is so wonked out. Um, but 
yeah, I was I was lovely and juicy, and now I'm not lovely and juicy. I still okay with my body, but mm. like not as juicy as I used to be. Um, but still, like you don't really get closure closure even if you do have that discussion. If you're lucky enough to have that discussion, where you have a space to tell that person what they did. I was um, going to ask that question because it's like where you've got that I didn't get is I've never like I've not seen him since like I saw him while we were getting oh. divorced and we had to sign papers and stuff that was it yeah um but I still didn't know then what he'd done to me like I had to go through counseling yeah. to sort of recognize all the shit like, that had happened it. and mm-hmm. it's like it's, it's it's amazing what you say about missing pockets of time because it's like if I try and think about the specific things he did to me I can think mm. of a handful but I know that it was just relentless. Um, I've yeah. said before that there was a point where we were four years into that relationship and living together. And mm-hmm. I remember being in our bedroom, just sobbing my heart out, just go and yeah, literally asking there, myself saying, is it worth being in this relationship? I remember asking myself that mm-hmm. question. Not only did I stay three years later, mm-hmm. I married the bastard. <laughs> yep. So do you know what I mean? It's like, I can't believe I got that low with it and still didn't leave. So people saying just leave, it's not that fucking easy. No, and it's it is like I think people don't realise how Mm. how um, intense um, emotional manipulation is and how much more like invasive and Mm. like evil it actually is. Even if that person doesn't actually know that they're doing it, because for the most part, those people have been traumatised as well, right? Mm -hmm. And they're enacting their their shit on you right but it's like you could physically chain me to a bed but i'd be like i don't want to be here Mm. like and when you unchain me and when you unchain me i'm gonna leave yeah right that that's just physical but if you mentally change somebody to you it's not that you don't even know that you're Mm. it's almost like you don't even know that it's a bad thing you're just like oh you know like we're having an argument we're going through a bad patch you know and you talk yourself yeah you talk yourself down or you're like that cliche of like i'm gonna fix him you know he's damaged his mum's a bitch like oh god so obviously like (laughs) yes you know obviously like you know he's dealing with his mum being a bitch but like i'm the woman who's gonna like sort him out because you know i'm gonna teach him that females are great um, it doesn't matter how many plates he throws at the back of my head because we can just buy more plates. And it's so warped and like nuts when you look at it from the outside. But that whole like losing little bits of time and mm. not un- and and changing the story is your ego trying to protect. Well, not your ego, but like essentially that part of your brain trying to protect you from how mm. awful and terrifying that situation actually was like. Because, like, you're in a, a building where nobody else is with somebody who has the capacity to accidentally murder you. Yeah. You know, like, if they just get a bit too mad, mm. you know, they could just, like, snap your neck, mm. which is terrifying. And so, like, that's why I'm a bit more, like, I do get angry with people, but it's so, it's, you've got to be, you've got to be compassionate, haven't you, really? When mm. they're like, oh, why didn't you just leave? Exactly. <laughs> Sounds really dangerous. It, it is. But it's, it's, like, like, it's interesting what you say about changing the kind of narrative in your head as well, in that, like, mm. I mean, even now, I can only go as far as to say that he sexually abused me, whereas mm. I know full well it's a step up from that. And it's mm-hmm. a step up from that on multiple occasions. But my brain yep. cannot say that word because I'm like, yeah, well, I was married to him. You yeah. Know. Oh, my God. It's Therefore, so, it can't it's have so, been that um... word. It must just be sexual assault. <sighs> No, and it's yeah, exactly. It's so like um, pervasive, isn't it? It gets right in you. It's like a disease, mm-hmm. and it's like that's what people don't realize, I suppose. And like, I, this is why I like. I don't enjoy it, right? But um, I 
I like talking about stuff like that openly without yeah. because it doesn't it doesn't affect me in that way anymore mm. because I've dealt with it like that stuff is like done and what happens to me now is like I'm in control of it and I'm so happy about that yeah like yes I still have an eating disorder and it still affects me physically mm. but I don't have any of the other accompanying shit you know and actually I feel so much more empowered to go to my doctor and be like hello um I need um, support with this thing um and also I think it's affecting my bones now and they're like okay that's cool and that I can do and I can acknowledge that stuff and it's just like that's just horrible but I'm not like I can have relationships with people mm. like I've got a lovely husband who I love yeah. deeply who we're in an excellent relationship together and I have friendships and I trust people yeah so obviously I've dealt with that stuff but it's like um it's I think it's important to discuss it with people because I don't think they understand I say people you know what I mean understand like how dangerous that is and yeah. how it stems from such an innocent looking place like mm. a bloke whose who's masculinity is a little bit fragile mm. you know and what that can turn into for that person could be something really intense or well, anybody I've got like, friends now that won't say a bad word against him because he is quote nice to them Oh, I know that's that stuff. I'm like, yeah, but you know that they've done mm. this thing, so they couldn't possibly be a nice person. I've like, told nice you what they've done to me, that. and then it's like, oh yeah, but he's nice to me though. Okay, yeah, so like, still a monster. <laughs> yeah, my yeah, my um, a lot of our friends because we're uh, like everybody. I a lot of people I know and him are from my hometown. So like, you'd go home and I'd and I'd see like family and friends of the of him in town mm. and they'd be like well hi and i'm like why haven't you disowned him yet <laughs> yeah like what you know what is going on and also at that at that point we lived not just us but we lived with his brother <gasps> so like his brother was like aware that that was going on and did nothing wow. about it um but like yes. and and still kind of won't acknowledge that it was a thing mm. Just like that I was overreacting because I'm mentally unstable. It's almost, um, it's, it ties into what we were saying earlier, where it's like you're trying to adjust somebody's thought process. So they believe them to be a yeah. good person. So you saying they're not a good person is really difficult for them to adjust to. It, and it challenges, it challenges, especially in a love relationship, like if it's got familial love or like, fr um, like a platonic friendship love, right? Um challenging the love that somebody has for somebody is really intense because a love feeling is like oh you can't like I mean that's the reason why I got in that sticky situation in the first place right yeah because yeah. you love someone and it's so like animalistic love it's like pair bonding once you've pair bonded with someone you won't hear a bad word yeah like, nope no 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 nope they are an angel angel couldn't do any of that stuff and it's like but I'm telling you that they did do that stuff and they're like but this makes me have to do some work internally <laughs> mentally means that i might have to go to counseling that seems like a lot of work really so if i just deny it then i won't have to spend my afternoons talking yeah. to somebody on a couch i can go to the pub i do and feel it's like, slightly responsible in some ways right and i know i shouldn't because uh, I'm, I'm working on that but this week has taught hey me, man you do you this this week has taught me that maybe we should be saying more shit because like, I went through this whole stage, literally all of this year, where I've been like, well, I can't really talk about the bad shit that happened with him because he's not here to defend himself. Um, you've only got my side of it, blah, 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 mm -hmm. etc. Whereas I think 
by discovering that someone in our community was this horrible narcissistic predator has made me go, well, actually, maybe if we do talk about the kind of shit that these people do, more people will be alert to it. Because I was... Be I able had... to spot the signs earlier on. Yeah. So they like... don't have to suffer the kind of trauma that we've suffered. Uh, yeah, right? I never got completely attached to this guy in the same way that some people did. And I think it's mm -hmm. because there was always an aspect of it that made me feel a little bit like, all right, I'm going to give you a chance. Because, you again, you've done nothing to me. But mm. there is something about you that I don't entirely trust. And then this yeah. all fucking happened. And it's like, oh, actually, I mean, I'm glad that the instincts are there slightly to go, oh, maybe mm. we don't trust this person. Because I don't yeah. want to be in the position where after my experiences with that bell end, my bell end, not this bell end, <laughs> I, closed bell off, end. I closed off for years. Like yeah. I literally put so many barriers up. I wouldn't let anybody in. And then Same. it was just like getting onto Twitch and meeting new people and going, oh, actually, people are generally pretty good people. It's just the occasional oh, dickheads. Oh, and I don't know if you find this, but did you find that when you started um, entering into the world of the internet and making friends that you were still, like, dubious about friendships that you were making online? 100%. Because, like, I've always had trust issues since I was about eight because mm. of all of the other uh, um, trauma. This just compounded it and added a, an extra mental health neuroses to my stack of already mounting uh, neuroses. But um, I definitely was like uncomfortable, but I like Twitch in that you can see someone's face. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And so you can read like, I don't know about you, but I'm so much better at reading body language mm. and like eye contact stuff and, and st you know, things like that where you see the genuine facial movements of somebody and you're like, they don't seem like they're psychotic. Yeah. So I probably can, I can probably trust this person, <laughs> you know, like, like with you and with Cactus and everybody, when you have conversations with your chat, it's, you can tell that it's genuine because you mm. have like mouth tweaks, you know, a sociopath <laughs> is not going to do mouth tweaks. What's a right? mouth tweak? Um, when you're talking and you're, you're thinking you have these little tweaks in the corner of your mouth when you're thinking and a sociopath won't do that. Oh God. Okay. Because they know have that. to. Sociopaths have to actively move their face to imitate human face, right? So it looks weird. You get like Jesus. uncanny valley, like what's wrong? You know, when you meet someone, you're like, what's wrong with you? It's probably because they've got some kind of like sociopathy, right? But they can't move their face. Right. So you're like, that doesn't make any sense, right? And like eyebrows and squinting of eyes. Like when you when you laugh and your your mouth goes like this and your eyes squint, that's a, that's a proper laugh. Okay. People who are fake laughing don't do that. I, I ugly laugh, so I presume that means I'm a human. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I, I always ugly laugh, and it hurts my face so much because this muscle here is so like, it goes like that when I smile. It's so painful. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. It's great. Great. Okay. Um, but yeah, like, so I think it's, it's much, um, much nicer to be able to see people on Twitch. That's why it's my favorite sort of social content hmm. platform because you can see people and read them. I would Much say if, if chat want to ask some questions, feel free. I will address ninjas, even though I don't think it was intended to be a question, which is how, do, been you, looking, but I how do you ugly laugh, which I'm not going to be able to describe adequately for audio listeners later on. But I essentially I ugly laugh is subjective, right? I like squint all my eyes together and then I'm just like, show all your teeth, show all your gums. <laughs> it's not pretty, man. It's not pretty. <laughs> Oh, my ugly laugh is like, it sounds ugly. It looks the same all the time, but I have an ugly sounding laugh. I do like a cackle when I'm really, really drunk. Oh, like I've it's got a so, terrible laugh. Oh God, it's so bad. It like comes from somewhere really 
dark and deep inside my body. And I like I did it. I was quite drunk at my friend's wedding and they're making their speech and they make a joke and I'm like filming it and you can hear it. And it's so ugly. <laughs> it's so ugly. I'm like, no, no. I hear myself she? over Discord sometimes. I'm just like cackling in the background going oh, you're a fucking idiot shut up stop laughing <laughs> i love it i love it so much <laughs> now you have a great laugh it's like a, it's almost a hee 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 which is great it's like a hyena a great... that's what we're saying oh i love it hyena laugh i love it i don't i have um i just breathe it in my laugh is in so i'm like, <laughs> like that. yeah it's not good when you're asthmatic man no, no that sounds incredibly dangerous <laughs> Mm. well if i die laughing at least i'll be happy at that yeah that's what that's what i think about i think some somebody mentioned earlier on about um like bigots seem so angry and annoyed all the time Mm. it must be exhausting at least we're fucking happy no wonder they're red in the face man like i don't know if i could get that angry anymore i'm just quite i'm quite a chill person I find it's even with like road rage for me. Like if someone does something really dangerous and cuts me up, I'm just like, oh, you big wanker. And then it's immediately gone. And I just go back to singing. Yeah. La, la, la. <laughs> I'm, more, um, I'm more confused, but I, I'm always confused by like anything that isn't like my logical way of thinking. Right. Mm. Fine to be challenged on that, by the way, if everybody's like, that does, that's not logical. Huh? I'm like, okay, <laughs> let's change the logic. Um, but like people, people drive me they're like, oh God, you're so chill. I'm like, I'm like, why are you overtaking me? Like, mm. you haven't saved any time by overtaking me. Like, you're at the yeah. traffic light that's gone red, and I'm right behind you. Like, you don't, you make no logical sense, sir. Yes. What are you doing? <laughs> like, uh, or I get really sarcastic and go, I mean, indicate? Like that. And oh, my God. I'm the worst of just going, oh, indicators are just an option now, are they? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I just, it's, it's more sarcasm. I, I mm. definitely, when I started driving, I was more performative. Yeah. Like if there are people, I was like, maybe I should do the wanker hand sign. Isn't that what people do when they drive? <laughs> How can I perform humanity properly when I'm driving so people don't realise that I'm neurodiverse? And then I'm like, oh, it's cool. I'll just, I'll just do me. I'll just drive appropriately. <laughs> I do get sworn at quite a lot because I drive the speed limit because it's a legal requirement. Yeah, it's weird that, isn't it? Yeah, I'm just, I'm quite like that though. I'm like, but it's, it's illegal to go above seventy. No, so why no are you doing speech. it? Sticking to the speed limit. You, you are a paragon of virtue. I mean, like, I think, I think it's probably because my brain's a bit wonky. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's probably the main, the main reason I do it. Yeah, it's probably because my brain's a bit wonky, not because it's the right thing to do. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! The minimum, uh, Kate's just said seventy is the minimum speed for me on the motorway. <laughs> Um, just, I love Kate, just, but I may never want to be in a car with her. I think we've established like, today. Yeah, just tell me to go. Just, just tell me to go into the slow lane, and I will. I like the middle because it's like in the middle. It's like equal. I'm not leaning to the left or to the right. I'm like <laughs> in the middle. It's like equal. Yeah, I'm. I'm bonkers. It's okay though. I'm happy with how bonkers I am. Yeah, it makes me feel good. I, I so I'll be honest. I highly suspect I am undiagnosed ADHD. Oh, that is something I need to look into for sure. Yeah. Like all of, I have a couple of friends who are in that area of expertise who have said, um, "So when are you becoming medicated?" <laughs> and I'm like, okay, it's cool. Well, I've I've been diagnosed with dyslexia, and they quite frequently mm. accompany each other. And it's just like everything I read about ADHD, I go, "Oh yeah, 
oh I do that I yeah. do that but it's like it. I think it comes back to how because my self-esteem is a lot better now than it was when I wound mm-hmm. up in a relationship with a narcissist because that's how they okay. get you um, but like I think there's still an aspect of me it's like oh I don't want to make a fuss I don't want to go to the doctor and go I think I might have ADHD because oh, yeah. and I, as oh, somebody who has like a lot of like comorbidities right and i have a lot of like physical medical problems Mm. and like mental medical problems i'm like cool let's just write a list of stuff yeah yeah and then my gp's like i can only do one thing because they won't pay me more to do more like there's not enough of us you can only have one appointment yes so i'm like do I do I have a look at my um musculoskeletal problems today do i get a new inhaler (laughs) <laughs> or do I ask them to diagnose me with ADHD? <laughs> I do that so much. It's like, so yeah, much. It's, it's something that people don't, I guess, like, I had a, I had a, a moment <laughs> the other day, actually, um, and I was like, hang on, there are people who don't have medical problems and who don't have mental health concerns. Mm. There are people who are, like, sane. Who are these physically people? Physically well. And I was like, I don't know anybody like that. <laughs> I maybe, need to find someone like though. that. Is there anyone who's completely without any issue? Yeah, but like I know people with like cr- like complex, really complex like mental health conditions. Hmm. Like I don't have any friends who haven't been traumatized, who haven't who who haven't got some kind of really severe medical problem or like some kind of regular ongoing pain or something. I don't know anybody who isn't like that. Yeah. Like I need to get someone like that so they can tell me what the what the what the good life's like. <laughs> what does it feel like to not crick How your own neck when you like lie down? To not have any <laughs> issues. What does it feel like to not have hip pain, you know, at the end of the day from literally standing up? I pretend like? I have no issues, but I have issues. Oh my god, yeah. Teddy it's, says it's, um, everyone should go to counselling, which I highly, highly agree with. <gasps> Yes. And oh my God, there's so many different types. So like try them out because there's honestly you go one time, you might have a Freudian person. Right. And like, which is fine. Mm. But like if you need somebody to guide you, maybe Freud is not the one to go with. But then you can have like Jungian guys who are like a bit more like holistic and chill. There's so many different types. The holistic ones I love, man. Because I like the ones who engage in a dialogue because I need someone to like walk me through it like a step by step. Yeah. TBT is quite good for that but not great for people who just need to get words out of them without yeah. interruption. So That's I, maybe I had not. CBT like years and years ago on the NHS. And I think mm. the problem with it is it was only six sessions. and Not enough, mate. Not enough. We By the end of it, we'd identified this one traumatic event yeah, I had when I was 14. And I was mm. like, oh, that's that's what's triggered my brain. That's why I think yeah. the way I do, blah, blah, blah. Well, brilliant. It opened you it. up, man. Fixed it. It's great. But, and then it was like, nothing went away nothing helped even though i was aware of this thing that was affected and it's because my real trauma that triggered all of this stuff happened before Mm. then so Mm -hmm. i was with mind uh, i think it was must have been two years ago now i had to go on a waiting list and all the rest of it but i think Mm. i had it was something like 12 weeks you could have up to 15 if you needed them but it was 12 weeks and it was person-centered and i didn't really get through all the (sighs) queer stuff at all but I started thinking about it more. That's a whole other kettle of fish as well, right? Whole other like, thing. It depends. Like that, I find that a lot of the like identity stuff and a lot of the like this outside thing happened, mm. and then stuff that's come from inside that's yes. coming out. Yeah, I think sometimes you might even need like a set, 
not a separate person, but like a separate style mm. for that thing. Much like you wouldn't go for like to a heart surgeon to sort out your knee problem. Yeah, I think that's you fair. Because I mean, but for wow, my stuff, it was like what came out was this whole self-esteem shit and how I was literally putting mm-hmm. everyone else's opinion ahead of my own feelings. <gasps> and I was like, oh, baby. I didn't even know I was fucking doing that, but that does explain how I married a narcissist. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, it's amazing. Like, you can just pick out that one, that one little thread and it just completely unravels, like, almost an entirety like of, of your persona right? yeah like one little thing like my whole issue with um with with gaslighting and questioning my own mental health and mm. questioning my own queerness and stuff because of that because i'm like what if i am crazy yeah and it's like well yeah hattie you are a little bit crazy mate like <laughs> like but that's fine it doesn't mean that you forget entire events like you're not yes. psychotically insane yeah um like and I know people who are psychotically insane and mm. like, I'm definitely not that on that level, but like, um, oh my God, it was just like, oh, being triggered again, actually a couple of weeks ago, I was like, oh my God, I actually have been pretty good and sane this whole time and I've been doing really well. And I was getting really upset with myself because I was having panic attacks occasionally, which is fine because I have literally got panic disorder, right? Mm. So that happens and it's fine and I calm myself down. But oh my God, I did ugly crying, like proper, like all of the liquids come out of your face and you can't breathe and you go (laughs) like that. Mm. I was like, oh my God. I need to go back to counselling and just just talk about that a little bit more. Just a little bit more. I've got a really nice counsellor, though. She's cute. She's a little old lady. <laughs> She's great. She always makes me a cup of tea. I had a lovely counsellor, but literally on our last session together, as I was walking out the door, she, mm. she was like, oh, yeah, me and my partner, we go to Pride. And I was like, why did you not mention this before? You're like, oh my god, right at the end of the session. I you told mad? you I was having issues about not feeling gay enough. Why didn't you tell me? Oh my god. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe she was like, I'll hook her for another session. Yeah. She'll come back if I uh, oh my god. if I, if I announce I might be in the community. I still don't know if she oh was or if she was just an ally or what, but it was like, oh, sorry. Is is this a possibility? You're like, why open that can of worms now? I must know. We could be friends. I must know. We could be big gay buddies. Pour a few peanuts out. Okay. I need to. I need. You know when you. I don't know if you're like this about dry roasties, but they're dry roasted peanuts. I gotta eat them. They're right next to me. Right Maybe next to not me. with dry but, roasties, but possibly Pringles. Oh my god, Pringles though. Mm-hmm. What flavour though? Barbecue man. Oh. <gasps> I do, but I think they've got real animal in them, have they not? Have they? Have they? I always like to check. I made. I made a joke. Just in case there's a secret hidden pig. I was in um, the semi. No, not semi final. The the heats of. So you think you're funny on Thursday, mm. and I made a joke about how if I never have kids because I don't want kids, it means I can continue mm-hmm. eating meat because I will be neutral. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, you become a neutral name. Yeah, I said. I said if anything, I'll be in credit. <laughs> so if I don't. Have oh any my kids, god. Dude, literally, this is like, <laughs> honest to God, I'm an environmentalist and this is a conversation I have had, right? <laughs> I was like, right, I have a car, okay? <laughs> and a kid is like another car. And I was like, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to have to like pay for some offsetting, right? Like yeah. I'm going to have to pay for some trees to be planted because I can't, yeah, I can't rectify that in my mind. Yeah, you're going to have to. No, you have to. Yeah. Because they're like, 
oh, we're so, humans are super polluted, but like if I make another one, Jesus. And I've got a cat as well. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> like, it's not right. It's not right. I'm going to have to upset that kid. But honestly, I was like, should I? Because that's really bad. Oh, bless what if they, you. What I love if that they that was meet... a consideration. What yeah, if they honestly, I'm like that. <laughs> what if they eat meat? That's also carbon awful, right? <laughs> Maybe I'll have to move around where you are. Please do. I am half vaccinated and I test regularly. Ditto. <laughs> mm. And then we just have to get Cactus to do a test and vaccinate him. Come on, Cactus. And then we can hang out. God's yeah. sake, man. Sweet sort it out. I reckon my sort second's coming up in the next couple of weeks. I reckon I'll be oh, called oh, soon. Wales is great like that, though, right? Mm-hmm. They are ahead of the game when it comes to vax. Wales is going great guns with vaccination. Oh, my God. Vaccinate all the queer nuts. people, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Va- um, vaccinate us all first. Yes. Then get to the cis people, the cishet people later. The homophobes can be last. Yeah. I mean, we have to because of the people to. who can't be vaccinated. Exactly. And we need to herd immunitize ourselves. We need it for but other people. I'll but... do it begrudgingly. And do it really just hard do... as well. Just like jump oh, in there. Do it in a dark gun. <laughs> then you get the pleasure of shooting them, right? But, but you you're know, doing them a nicely. service. Yeah, in a nice way. You're shooting them with, like, life-saving vaccine. <laughs> yeah. I do not condone violence in any way, but that would be exceptionally cathartic. Can't we just spread the rumour the vaccine is part of the gay agenda? Yeah, but then they no, won't have it. No, because then they won't have it. We want them to have it, Teddy. We no, just want we them to want them to have it. Yeah. That's the point. It's just because we've got loads of people who have like quite severe disabilities who can't be vaccinated and yes. they rely entirely on herd immunity. Um, so if we're all vaccinated, and you only get herd immunity through vaccination. So yeah. if they're all vaccinated, then... Well, you can, um, can get it the all- other way, which I'm not going to go into, but you you know, you know can get it the other way, but it does kill thousands of people. Yeah, it's super hard. It's, it's so much easier policy. and better. Yeah, it's so much easier and better to do it when you're vaccinated. It actually is cheaper as well. Mm-hmm. Then we um, bring out a straight version, says Teddy. <laughs> um, can we make the queer, can the queer version be like pink and glittery? Yes, please. And the stickers they give pink. you have got a rainbow on them. <gasps> yes, please. But like the inclusive rainbow, so it's obvious it's not the NHS rainbow because now... Every time oh people God. put a rainbow, everything it's NHS oh rainbow. I I literally called my mother up on this because she's got this Twitter account that she never uses, only to like complain at companies. And she yeah. set her profile picture to be a flag that uh, sort of flag, sorry, the rainbow, but it was in the yeah. LGBT rainbow colours. And I was like, oh. and I said, well, I hope you fully support the LGBT plus community because that's what that means. And she's like, yeah, but you know NHS in it. Like, no, 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 no. I no, said that no, colour, no, no. that colour scheme in that order specifically means something else. So Honey, we have okay not come it. this far. No, we have not come this far for you guys to pinch our sodding rainbow. You can have right? a fucking rainbow. Just have it in the normal rainbow fucking colours. Right. Just have a different fucking combination of colours. I mean, Christ, there's so many colours. Go on the Pantone website, right, <laughs> and find a couple of rainbow style colours. <laughs> And then fuck off and use those. I love the NHS too, Teddy, yeah. but I'm just saying they can Same. have a normal rainbow. The actual sky yeah. rainbow is fine. And also, let's be fair, it's not like the NHS had time to come up with it. It was someone else who came someone up with it. Someone else did that, for sure. Like, they're knackered. Yeah. <laughs> they're, knackered. they're not like... They're not like going up to the graphic design community and being like, hey, guys, we need to like think of how to make the NHS like more promotable. I'm like people, everybody has to. The reason the NHS exists is because people have to use it like 
It's not like they need advertising. We need a rebrand, lads. <laughs> yeah, like ninety-eight percent of the country out. have to use it, right? <laughs> like they haven't got time or cash to be hiring in like a highfalutin <laughs> graphic designer. <laughs> like all the all the junior doctors get together and they're like, right, guys, we need a powwow because uh, we've got to talk about we we'll talk about the, the rainbow flag that we're doing. And then some guy comes in and says, yes, we're going to take the LGBT flag yeah. and turn it into... like People were, God. though. If you looked on Amazon, they were selling NHS flags. And it was literally yep. just pride flags. And it was like, mate, no. <laughs> it's not a thing. Oh, it's not... Yeah, but again, it's like people, like, wantonly, like, um, wanting to be like that. Like, wanting to ignore it. Mm-hmm. They have to try really hard to be like, that's an NHS flag. I'm like, yeah, but you could look it up and then you would know. Yeah. It's really easy. It would take you. The internet exists. Oh my God, Google, for Christ's sake. You could take you a do picture. a Google search. You could do a reverse do a... image search. I know. I'll tell you right there what that is. You do, honestly, I have this conversation with kids all the time because kids aren't computer literate. <laughs> they only use apps, right? So they don't actually know how to use a web browser. They don't know what it's called. They don't know it's called a web browser and they don't know how to search stuff. They think that Google is a website, right? right? Or an app and they don't know what it's for. And they don't, and they like read, they read the first article and they say, Google told me. Okay. Like 16 year old kids. So <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. it's a web browser. Yeah, because we're teaching them coding because obviously yeah. they're all going to become coders, Apparently. but they don't know how to use a web browser. Um, but they're like, I'm like, you could literally look it up. And they're like, yeah, but I looked for ages. I couldn't find it. And I was like, right. What did ages. you type in? Yeah. And I'm like, what did you type in? And like, they're just typing something really stupid. Like it has nothing to do with anything. And I'm like, why didn't you just type in gay flag or pride flag or something like that? Mm. And they're like, oh, I didn't realize that. And I'm like, what the hell were you putting in? Like, isn't that just... (sighs) But bigots do that too. They're just like, I don't want to look it up. See, that's I want my to read concern. my bigoted newspaper, and that's it. Which, well, my parents do read a bigoted newspaper. Hello, Daily Mail. Um, but like, oh, that's God my bless concern. them, but also don't. Well, allegedly, it's because they like the crossword, and I'm like, yeah, but stop reading the oh, fucking articles because you you shit. parrot it back to me. I know you're reading the articles. Um, buy a box. Buy a box of crossword puzzles. Print mate, them off the Guardian I website. Them a buy book. a crossword book. I bought them a crossword book to try and wean them off the Daily Mail. Didn't work. Yeah. But that's that's my concern with at the moment. I'm like this sole source for anything LGBT plus related and I don't know everything as we said earlier no. I haven't got a trans experience so I, I couldn't at least they've got someone though that. like that's quite nice that is a gateway for them actually knowing more because I guarantee even if even if they're still being like offensive right mm. still laughing making stupid mini jokes with you it's because they feel safe to do so with you but I can mm. imagine that actually if someone came for you over your queerness I can't imagine that they'd be too happy about it. And like, You've I think got probably more faith they'll... than I have. I know, but like, yeah, if, like, you know them better than I do, obviously. Mm. But like, they still have now an understanding of that language. So they'll hear it and they'll know, mm. even if they don't agree and or understand. But I think that's, <laughs> that's my concern with the Google stuff is that to a degree, mm. I shouldn't be their sole resource because it is no, fucking exhausting. But I'm yeah, also... don't put work on the, on the minority yeah, person. Exactly. So it's much. not on me to educate you on everything. But then equally, Please. I'm scared of saying go and Google that because if you go and Google what a trans person is, your first result is going to be might get Reddit. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to oh, fall dear. across certain mums-based websites. <laughs> mm. Oh, God. Oh, some of the stuff, honestly, like, 
also as a Jewish person on the internet, I get I go mm. searching stuff. You're like, oh God, <laughs> okay, it's, it's like close 50, that window. 50. Is it going to be good or mm. is it going to be bad? Oh my God, it's always okay. Like, um, it's like when you go on. Tw- I love Twitter actually. I didn't used to because it was really anti-Semitic for a while, so I couldn't go on there because people would just like attack me or like my family or or whatever. But I kind of like Twitter because of you guys. Yeah. Twitter's a lot nicer now because I've got like people who I'm following and I only search for wholesome content and then keep up with news stuff. Oh, yeah. Kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I made the mistake. I've made the mistake so many times of like clicking on articles and reading the comments. And I'm like, no, <laughs> why did I do that? It's not helping anybody <laughs> to read these. Like it's not helping me in any way to read this um but some of the like homophobic crap you get on the internet just by clicking like a picture of like a celebratory article yeah you know it's like pride pride, you know amazing and then it's just like really terrifying horrible homophobic shit in the comments i'm like oh no why did i do this um i'm wondering if you've seen that? that tweet that went viral today um i saw it because rachel paris retweeted it Oh, I haven't been on Twitter this morning. Oh, my God. Right. I've retweeted it. So feel free to look. Um, There is a woman called Gemma O'Doherty who has Mm -hmm. who's done this whole speech about how she thinks gay people are all really sad and upset and blah, blah, blah. She says she doesn't know any happy people. Right. (laughs) Has she been to Pride? Exactly. Right. But she's got. Hold on. It's three thousand and forty eight quote tweets, one hundred and sixty seven retweets, whatever. Um, I, I can't even see how many responses it is. Right. It's the whole thread of comments for once. Please read the comments because it is just hundreds of photos of queer people in relationships, getting married, having families, being happy. It's fucking beautiful. She's like, I don't know any happy gay people and all the gay people have gone well. (laughs) Hello. Kill them with kindness. Honestly, um, like as somebody who... Uh, this is, is going to sound really wanky, so I apologise in advance, <laughs> but it's just the only way I know how to describe it. Somebody who practices compassion yeah. as part of my Jewishness, because it's a whole it's a whole thread of like Judaism is compassion and and solving the world's ills and being kind to people regardless of how they treat you, right? Hmm. Um, and so like I'm always like I get angry and upset yeah. and I want to murder them straight yeah. up. That's my immediate emotion, and I stop and I wait for five minutes and I cool off a bit. If I've had too much cold brew like I have today, you see me drinking through this thing, I'm going to keep drinking it till I'm fully bouncing off the ceiling. Um, I love it though. It's my Saturday like buzz. It's great. Um, and I sit for a minute and then I'm like, right, how can I be kind to this person so they realize that like me as a person is not attacking them so that I can get through to their brain. I like that. And so that sort of comments is is perfect because the kind of crap I see all the time, people who mean well and who are hurting and stuff, mm. trying to change someone's mind by attacking somebody. And whilst they don't deserve to to have niceness yeah. as such or, or or positivity, I think they definitely deserve like some form of of like honor as a human being. Yeah. And for you to allow them to change their mind. Okay. Um, so looking at those kinds of comments makes me so happy. Yeah. Because I'm like, look at these people practicing compassion. Look at these 3,000 right? people who've gone, hello. <laughs> look how strong that presence is. Look how much stronger that is than anger. Because you can dismiss anger, mm-hmm. can't you? Really easy. Just be like, oh, what a twat. Yep. What a twat. Like, yeah, you could. You could have just what written that off. But can you imagine, like, having it's so hard to dismiss someone being kind? Mm-hmm. Because it will make you furiously angry and then it will make you question why you're feeling like that and it'll make you think about it for days. Yeah. Think how, how much that think how much she must be fuming at home. Fuming. She's gonna be so you know, mad. 
so mad because she's like, I look like an idiot. Yeah. These people made me look like a moron. And it's like, yeah, you did. Because <laughs> you said something that's obviously not true, you big dumb. You said something that was so easy to prove to be false and people just yeah, proved exactly. it false. And it discred- yeah, and it discredits them as a, as a human being, right? And as the, all their ideas discredits them completely. It's like, um, look, look at this thing. This is not, this is not true. Mm-hmm. And then just people being like, it is. It's cool, babes. Obviously, you just didn't read enough books, but that's okay. Here we are to help you with yeah, your education. We can educate don't you worry, babes. Yeah, don't worry. We'll, we got you. We got your back, babes. See, that's what I need for we my will parents. Sort you out. I need a whole collection of queer people just to be in my house and go, right, you take that one, you take that one. In fact, there is, I've said this before, there's, I don't know if mm-hmm. you've seen Love Victor at all that was on Disney+. No. Plus. So, so lovely as a TV series. Mm. But there is an episode, which I've tried not to spoil too much so far, but it's been Mm -hmm. out for a while. Um, There is one episode where basically Victor goes to meet some people. He thought he was Mm -hmm. talking to one person. It turned out he was basically getting advice from like six other queer people because they'd all had different variants with different input from stuff. And they were all Mm -hmm. just like funneling it all through to try and help him. And I was like, I need that for my parents. There's my crew. I have an amazing um, phrase that my rabbi uses to diffuse angry conversation. She's honestly, she's just the most incredible. She's an icon. She's an icon, right? Um, like, she's incredible. And um, she always says, um, oh, and, and why is it that you think that? Like, um, I'm curious to know why you think that. And it makes people explain themselves. And you should see the knots people tie themselves in, especially bigots, when you ask them, oh, that's interesting. Um, why why is it that you think that? Or I, I I'm curious to know why you think that. Yeah. Like what made you come to that conclusion? And then them trying to explain themselves is really funny. Because <laughs> it's all like reactionary. It's all like, well, if all everybody's gay, then no babies will be born. <laughs> and I'm like, well, so sperm and eggs will still exist. If everyone was gay, we could just share all of our stuff together and create and we babies. Would, like because we've got a great sense of community. So we'd absolutely well, and share also, them. no queer people on the planet. Um uh, don't want their children. They actively seek out their children exactly. and to, to make children. No There's never an accidental kiddies. gay pregnancy. Yeah. So um, it would be amazing. It would be a utopian, actually. Um, <laughs> but far be it from me to suggest a, a queer utopia at this point. Um, <laughs> but like, it is interesting. It's like when they say stuff like that, I'm like, oh, interesting, interesting that you, hmm. you say that. And, and, and why, how did you come to that conclusion? Where, where did you get all this information from? I'm, I'm really fascinated to know. Yeah. Like, educate me, please. And then they're like... <laughs> and they blow up like a balloon right and then slowly as you're listening to them and not replying they slowly deflate here here is what the daily mail told me (laughs) therefore yeah and you're like oh interesting okay and what were their sources okay i'll write them down and we'll have a little look together we'll just just fact check that shit and they just and they just deflate into this little tiny Well, and then I sometimes they spiral and they just like say the same phrase over and over and over again. And sometimes yeah. you just have to like cut them off and do some breathing exercises with them because they're just like going a bit wonk. Mm. Um, but for the most part, they can't explain themselves. <laughs> and if anything, it's an entertainment for you know for like ten minutes if you're bored. Yeah, quite good. I'll I'll, um, I'll bear that in mind. Um, yeah, I'm going to start wrapping up. So could of you course. tell me who your sleigh of the day is, please? Oh, it's Adam Eli. Please tell um, me about him. Uh, they are um, a queer Jewish. Um, I want. I don't want to say influencer because it makes them sound like they sell those like hair growth gummy bears. <laughs> um, they sell tea. Know. 
Yeah, the, the, the horrible like anorexia tea. Yeah, um, but they are a, a essentially like a Jewish queer activist, and they've written loads of books as well. Um, they are huge. They're American. I think they live in New York. Okay. Um, but I just like oh, they're always challenging like the the queer body and like what the queer body looks like and how, um, especially like mask presenting queer people often get um, told like told they can't be plus sized. Or, or mm. any kind of size they have to be like ripped with no hair that kind of stuff yeah yeah um uh, but also um challenging um the kind of the attitudes in the more orthodox jewish community around queerness and stuff um because the progressives bloody love it mm. but not so much in the sort of like more orthodox communities as such um so yeah just uh, just an incredible source of information if you are interested in judaism modern judaism but also if you're interested in like um queerdom uh in america they're just exceptionally good and just you know really powerful i really feel empowered like whenever i see a post from them it's always really well articulated and um comes with sources yeah um and is very in like inclusive in terms of um disabilities as well which is great I mean, my, my favourite thing about Slay the Day is it's, it usually brings me into contact with someone I hadn't heard about before. And I'm just, I'm so down for learning more. Oh my gosh, please do. Please do follow, follow Adam and Eli. They are amazing. 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 And also their style is just, oh. <laughs> Chef's kiss. Like, oh my God. I just can't. It's just like, like 90s kind of queerdom stuff, which I'm so down for. Mm-hmm. And just like kind of with a modern twist. You say challenging 90s, the... mate. I'm in. 90s and queer, mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. That's my It's just like diagram. very much. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> boop, I'm done. But the um but like um the it's a lot of um a lot of their style is just I just want to copy all of it and make it my own. You can. Um to the point where literally they they had a signet ring on and I'm like literally gonna buy <gasps> A signet ring amazing um and get my initials on it and it's just gonna be really trash and it's gonna be great it's gonna be lush though right i so love it it's gonna be so much much like talking to you today oh, which has been like you. super mega lush oh my God, and i'm glad we just so quickly it's unbelievable i know but you obviously needed a chat dude so like mm. i'm always down these even these, if it's I not being recorded really on the internet therapeutic always i find these so like because talking to other queer people is so fucking mm-hmm. fulfilling it's just that's why I do my podcast but I never get I don't get someone talking back to me it's just me running on for an hour but it is really <laughs> therapeutic to do because it's like I it's like my therapy session yeah you know and I just talk to myself yeah, about how I'm feeling it, about it things feel and like I pick that. it yeah it's really good it's I that's why I'm all for podcasts yes because it's just human beings I um searching in their brains Saying for what shit. the hell we're all doing can you tell well, us um, where what, they can find you on the internet, please, Hattie? Oh my gosh, I'm all over the heck in oh internet. Um, you can find me on Instagram at at quotey underscore illustration. Uh, you can find me on Twitch, which the link has been being shared around. Um, I stream on Mondays and Wednesdays from 7pm. I'm mostly playing games at the moment because I'm lazy and I can't bother to pick up my iPad. <laughs> um, and also you can find me on my website, which is www.quoteyillustrations.co.uk. Amazing. To look at all my goodies, all my drawing goodies and commissions, which I'm now doing, which I'm really excited about. I'm, I'm glad you qualified drawing goodies specifically. Yeah, yes, yeah, specifically drawing, drawing, drawing goodies. goodies. Yeah, specifically. Nothing else. Absolutely banned outside of drawing goodies. And no is an acceptable answer, but is there anything that you would like to promote before we go? Oh my God. Anything coming Not up? Not that I can think of. Anything exciting? <laughs> 
No, my brain is like fully end of term fried. <laughs> but if there is anything, usually I put it out on um, my Instagram or on my Discord, which you'll find through any of those social medias anyway. So okay. um, if you have one of them, you'll be able to find me somewhere. Lovely. And then anywhere. when this goes out on audio, I'll put all your links and stuff down below anyway. <gasps> yes, please. I, know, I can right? send them to you in text form if, you, if that makes life easier. Oh, please do. <laughs> I love, love a bit of You just copy and paste. And you're like, <laughs> done. Yeah. Well, thank you like very that. much, Hattie, for speaking to me thank today. Thank you. And I will catch up with you very, very soon, I think. Big love. Big love. Big love. <laughs> love you. Bye-bye. I love you too. Bye. Bye. So that was the wonderful Quoty. Uh, she's so open and so knowledgeable. And the time talking to her just absolutely flew by. Uh, please go follow her. She's so talented and so generous with her time. Twitch.tv slash Q-U-O-T-E-A underscore, or all the links will be below. Be gay, do crimes, for legal reasons not really. See you next week. Bye!